This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris Here we go again, another day, another week, another podcast. At least one person's out there listening. I know that for sure. Eh, We've had a good momentum lately. I want to talk a little bit about the current security threat, what you might want to be looking at in terms of your own personal and family and property protection with everything going on. But before I get into that, uh, I wanted to share a couple of quick things about the weekend with you, and I also wanted to just share a little bit about my perspective on this security issue and the news as we are firmly into an election year at this point. So before we jump into all that, uh, let me tell you a couple of things I had going on. Big, exciting weekend, even if it was a little bit stressful. Uh, this radio show and book thing is just... <laughs> It's really blowing up. It's fantastic. Uh, hopefully, by the time you're getting this, we have the website edits done at projectchaos.org. My other books are listed there, um, as well as a spot for sponsors, which is, which is huge. And there's also a spot for the blog there, which is going to become very important to this whole thing down the road. But... Uh, Anyway, and I was working on videos for the website. There's got to be videos in this day and age. And uh, also, I'd like to get your opinion on this. So right now, the radio show is only available on the streaming link from the radio station. I put that link at projectchaos.org. And by the way, if you're listening to this podcast and you have not listened to that show... I know you're downloading on your Apple Podcasts or your Overcast like I use or whatever you're listening on, and you kind of get into a habit, but do yourself a favor and go over to projectchaos.org and click on the button that says listen to the radio show. You scroll down to the bottom, and all four episodes, by the time you're hearing this, it might be five, are available there. You can listen to it. I'm telling you right now, it's the best radio on the market and only getting better. We're polishing this thing tweaking a little bit and it's just uh with every turn it just becomes better and better and uh you know the bar is pretty low so i don't say this too braggadociously but i'm telling you there's nobody producing the quality of the oration that i'm giving you or the depth of the content everybody who hears it is walking away intrigued motivated inspired People that I never imagined in my life. I have to now take that and translate that into getting in front of people. I'm going to just reveal a little something for you. And somebody's going to be listening right now that's in the same boat that I was in when I was listening to Michael Savage like 10 years, not even 10 years ago. It would have been about six or seven years ago, right before I started the podcast. I didn't even know this guy existed before then. Podcast is what brought me back to, to, to talk radio, to the whole medium. I started doing the podcast. If you've heard the story, I did it on a whim. I thought about it like 10 years before, just never got into it. And the right time and spot opened up. I jump into it. Blog Talk Radio had a free 30-day trial. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a couple podcasts. 
And, you know, they weren't bad. The openings were really rough. You learn a few tricks. There's, there's two big areas of, of delivery. The opening and the transitions. I mean, you can dog on near talk about anything. If you can transition well and, and create a hook or a tie that people can stay engaged, and then there's all kinds of other little oration tricks, callbacks, repetition, purposeful distractions. This is why when I, uh, I'll say, authenticity trumps everything, by the way. Just be real. That's one of the reasons, all of that, why when I mess up a word, I always own it. I was talking to him. You ever notice that? I don't know. Very rarely, if I'm really immersed in the topic, I'll, I'll just glance over. But what do I usually blah, 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 I can't talk right today. And what does it do? It gives us both a mental reset. Anyway, I'm giving you some of the tricks of the trade, but this is what's important in the delivery to make it sound good. You don't get on the radio. How many people I hear that, oh, well, hi, hey, hey, here we are in Philadelphia. The weather outside's been a little chilly. <laughs> I don't want to listen to that. Not that you're never going to bring up about the weather, but for the love of God. Anyway, it's great stinking radio. I got a little off track. I get excited about it. This is going to blow up the book. I know. This is a little uh, uh, selfless, uh, no, uh, shameless self-promotion here. The book, my fourth book going to print, is freaking awesome. If you ever heard of Jack Carr, he's a Navy SEAL and a fiction writer, a novel writer. He's wrote these series. I only read one of them. But it's incredible. Everything they say about this guy is true. They're just I couldn't put the book down. And I don't even read fiction. Of course, it was a genre that was interesting to me. But quite frankly, I think that the, the drama of it could, could appeal to any audience. I really do. Should make movies out of his stuff, really. Here's the thing. My stuff sounds like his stuff. I didn't read his stuff till after I wrote my stuff, so it's a coincidence. But you know the big difference? My stuff's true. It's not made up. I'm not taking anything away from the guy. Believe me. I'd love to connect with him. He's a, he's an incredible writer. He's a Navy SEAL. Just a phenomenal what he's done. I'm just saying there's one little difference. Well, two, his books are a lot bigger. He's got a whole series. My book is less than half the size of one of his. But it's the truth. But it's it's inspiring, this whole story. Oh, I say all that to say when the book comes out, I just see, uh, you know, take a little time for people to get it and read it and absorb it. We got an event coming up. <laughs> looks like, it looks like we're confirmed. Uh, I thought we were going to have another step, but it looks like we're in. And um, I'm going to check on all that to make sure before we run out officially. But looks like right now, Saturday, March 30th, we're going to be at the Red Hill VFW here in Pennsylvania. And uh, it's a good start, man. Somebody was asking me, we are talking about like doing a photo thing on the, on the steps of the art museum or something like that or something fancier. I've been in the fancy places, guys. You know, we could uh, go down here to Normandy Farms or the William Penn Inn. I could go down here to um, uh, Fort Washington State Park down here would be good. Maybe I will do something down there now that I think about it. It's not where I need to be. I get that now. You hear me talking about having our faces in the dirt and things like that, and I'm not kidding with you. 
I can't be around people that don't get dirt under their fingernails at least once in a while. I can't be around people that get offended when something's stinky. I can't be around people, I don't know what to do, what do I do? I can't be around the drama. I just can't do it anymore. And I know I'm not alone. (laughs) Anyway, we're having a great time with a great message. I hope that you'll check it out at projectchaos.org. If you haven't signed up for the email list over there, you're going to miss out on some cool stuff. I mean, it'll be there. I don't want to be like, you know, you're going to miss out on Christmas or something like that. But there's a lot of cool stuff going on. We're going to have videos coming out. The blog posts to tie it all together. The interviews are growing. The people that I'm talking to. There's so much going on so fast, I can't even keep you completely updated on it. Anyway, do you know I worked like 30 hours over the weekend? Eh, 25. I did. I I relaxed Friday night. I had a fire. Um, (laughs) And even that happened by accident. I was going to run over and see a buddy of mine. I wanted, he goes down to the VA a lot. He makes prosthetics. And, oh, I started to say this. Two, two things that I found here. I'm just going to give you the secret right now. All this talk, social media and marketing and blah, blah, blah. I've been talking to a lot of people. And here's what I found. All the, int- all the, the traction, the audience comes from the podcast. There's people that are listening live. But the number is very, very low. And not only that, the podcast lives on really forever. I think it has a life cycle in reality of about a year. And I think that has a lot to do with uh, Apple, the way they cut it off at 300 episodes. But the point is, it will unlike a radio show, which is once and done, you get what you got, nobody listened, you're off and running. Podcast lives on forever. People can go back and listen and even re-listen if they want to. It's very, very powerful. It's more convenient than radio. Now, I do enjoy flipping through the channels in my car. I don't drive a lot, so I don't just don't listen to radio a lot. So I, I've narrowed this down. I mean, my, by and large, the radio crowd is the car crowd. If there weren't radios and cars, radio would not really exist. I even thought about giving out radios, but I don't think people are really interested in it. Why would you when you could listen to it on your phone? It's amazing, really. All of the listens, by and large, are coming from the podcast, okay? 95%. That's my belief. I don't know. There's no way to know because you don't know the radio numbers at all, which makes it even harder. You know the podcast numbers. You know the the video view numbers, right? All right, so that's first observation. And it's a good thing for us because in case you haven't noticed, we're pretty good at podcasting. So around April, about another six weeks, we will be releasing Project Chaos out on the podcast channels. I have selected a podcasting host, hosting company. I'm not going to use the blog talk radio that I use for the Christopher Scott show. And I'll be completely open about that for anybody that's interested. The reason why is because blog talk radio took away their ad revenue sharing. They don't have that program. Now, I don't want it for the Christopher Scott show anyway. I don't need to go into this whole topic too deeply, but I have no intentions of monetizing this podcast. 
And I don't mean that in every way possible. It is like I sell my books on here, so I guess you could say, well, it is monetized. Yes, I would sell my own products, and there may be more uh, digital audio, particularly coming down the road. I have this idea that, and I'll just tell you this real quick. Do you really want to talk about security? Would you rather be interested in the the behind-the-scenes stuff? I've been working on this a long time, guys. I'm giving you stuff that I don't know that even some of the big names really understand fully what's going on. All the listens are coming from the podcast. That's the bottom line. Bringing people into that is the name of the game. The ad revenue sharing, I don't want to do it on this podcast because I don't want to get caught in the middle of it. That's how you get shut down. You're not charging. There's no business going on. They get a hard time doing that. Now, the other reason that I think that people are listening to podcasts and not radio, and this is a double-edged sword. People have screwed it up. As I got the book, The Secret, on the way a radio show is supposed to be formatted, I had it here in front of me. I moved it. And it's why you've got to spend 15 minutes listening to garbage to actually get to something that amounts to content. And it's ridiculous. The radio has become more of a commercial with some commentary sprinkled in. It's horrible. Uh, I don't even won't even go to the 15-minute segments. I said, I'm not doing that. It's too short. I'm going to 20-minute segments. And <laughs> we did three. And I don't know. Maybe I won't be able to syndicate because of it. But you know what? I have a feeling they'll accommodate me when the time comes. We'll see what happens. I don't know. All I'm telling you is I took a different approach than the standard radio format. Even my wife said, man. She's like, I can't listen. And she goes, I can't listen. Then the problem is the podcast, they've had all this freedom to do whatever they want. They still screw it up. I'm going to give you another example of this in a minute. This is huge for what's going on in the industry as a whole. And I think we're going to be in front of it. Of course, now I'm spilling the beans. Fine. Let other people do it too. They're doing it with the podcast. They get on the podcast, you know, the same crap you get in the beginning. Hi, welcome to the Christopher Scott Show. This is episode 1,600 and whatever we're at here, 34. Today is February 14th or 12th or whatever it is here, 12th. Thank you for this. I mean, even Joe Rogan, I'm not going to pick on anybody. It's something I brought up, but the start to these things, I'm like, come on. Get me a little excited. Never happens. All right? So anyway. That's my that's my take on that. All the listens are coming from the podcast. Podcast markets become saturated with 99.9% absolute garbage. Now, uh, and then the radio is having its, its own problem. So we're going to leverage the two because the radio is a great calling card. It's exciting. It's live. You can't capture that on a podcast, and I kid you not. I've experienced both now, and I love doing the podcast. If you ask me, I prefer the podcast over radio overall, but I do love it on the radio. And the only reason I say that is if if I could walk over to my neighbor's house and do the radio, I would have no problem with it. As it stands, i got to get dressed. i got to get out of the city, and it's kind of a big production to do that. But it's all part of it. I do enjoy If I had to do it every day, I think it would be a struggle, put it that way. Um, but anyway, the, the listens are coming from the podcast, but the podcasters have destroyed it because nobody's really put any real uh, work into becoming a good orator and getting any good feedback from anybody. I use Jack Carr as an example. I try listening to the podcast. I'm like, dude, you need to work on that. <laughs> That's not the caliber of what you're putting out in the book. You know, it's easy for me to say. You know, I always say this, like, it would be like pulling your your award, your NFL, you know, Super Bowl winning kicker off the field and be like, you know, your throwing arm isn't too good. Yeah, no kidding, I'm a kicker. 
The guy's like, I'm a writer. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> Why don't you stick to that? And I'll do the podcasting. But that's not what happened. He might say the same, right? Why don't you leave your books off? Now, here's the other thing I want to tell you why I brought all this up. I noticed the same thing with the audio books. Two things are going on now. I noticed with Book Babies, who I self-published through. I'm using them again. They've always been great. Uh, and we may switch with that down the road, too, to be quite. You know, things change over time. But anyway, they're offering audiobook services now. You know how they're doing it? It's AI. And if you think that you're going to get good quality out of that, you are wrong. It is going to sound like NPR. Welcome to Project Chaos. Today is February 12th, 2000. Nobody wants to listen to that unless you want to go to sleep. That would be the best use of that. So you got AI doing the voiceovers now that you can pay like a hundred bucks, and everybody's going to jump all over that. I can see it now with the get rich. You know, have AI write the book, AI read the book. You could have it published by tomorrow morning. Just put your idea in there and press go, and the computer will take care of the rest. Let me know how that works out. Let me know how you'll you'll waste a bunch of money. I guarantee you. Well, it's already been done. They were already doing it before AI. There was a lot of copying and pasting going on. There's a huge uh, PLR network out there. Do you know what that is? called private label rights. You can buy huge volumes of content and repurpose it. You have a, a license to do that. And it's dirt cheap, dirt cheap. I bought some of it thinking I could repurpose it. Guess what? It's all garbage. Garbage. Now, back to the audiobooks. You still have people that are reading. People get paid to read. I don't have that problem. I do my own audio. All three books that I published, I read on Audible myself. That's my audio. And uh, number four will be the same. Sadly, the way it's set up, you either kind of commit to Audible or not. If you don't commit to Audible fully and you allow your audio work to go out on other platforms, you get paid a fraction as much from Audible. I've always gone the Audible route. However, there's a big problem there, and that is that Audible has very, 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 very strict requirements on the audio engineering and the structure of the files. For example, you have to begin. Victory over chaos. The U.S. Marines battle for Kafji. Written by Chris Kunkel. Narrated by Chris Kunkel. That's how that has to be done. And... If you don't, they'll reject it. And then, then I have to send it off to a sound engineer so that the files fit, you know, within the peaks and valleys and whatever they need there. But you have to follow. Then it begins chapter one, and then you begin reading. It's, it's just, um, I don't like it. When I got into this as a consumer coming out of the Marine Corps, some of you know this story. I began listening to books on tape. Um, and there was a lot of big names doing this. They were called programs back then, like, you know, self-help, motivational. I know some of you get a little chuckle out of that. Oh, Big Chris, listen to that rah-rah stuff. And some of it really was rah-rah. But there was voices like Earl Nightingale, who wildly shaped my way of thinking. Turns out that Earl Nightingale is also a Marine veteran who joined at the age of 17. He was at Pearl Harbor, later became a radio announcer, Hall of Fame winner for the first first spoken word record to win platinum record status. Amazing story. Absolutely amazing story. Maybe, Maybe victory over chaos will win some awards as well. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not going to hold my breath. 
But either way, they sold these programs, these books on tape, and they didn't they didn't go chapter one. Yeah, that's not how it went. It was engaging. There was some music. It got you riled up. And some of it you look back on. It was like that kind of seventies cheesy stuff. Okay, we can't be all things to everybody. So my point is this: I've had this idea that I would like to bring back the quality of that stuff and skip Audible altogether and just sell it direct on my website. We shall see more to come. All that to say, I'm really pumped up. This uh, I'm going to tell you something personal real quickly. You heard me say the name Chris Kunkel. My full name is Christopher Scott Kunkel. I don't know how many of you know that or don't know that. Of course, many of you do. You know me personally. You're listening to the podcast. For six years, I published and um, wrote under the pen name Christopher Scott only. The reason that I did that was because I was talking about uh, politics and such, and I was working in government full-time, you know, a senior position in local government, I guess you could say. I had a great career. It wasn't exactly what I wanted to be doing always, and it wasn't exactly where I always wanted to be, but it really worked out perfectly. I was in business. I sold them, I guess, about eight, ten years ago, right before my daughter, right around when my daughter was born. And it was meant to be a transition job, really, while I got through all that. And I really fell in love with the service of it, of helping people. And, you know, the pay is never really as great as the private sector. The benefits are great. And I got a lot of time off. And I wasn't chained to the job. And unlike when I was in real estate development, I mean, you're just killing yourself 80 hours a week, 90 hours a week. Government wasn't like that. And it's what allowed this podcast to happen. I appreciated that freedom. I remember the day came. My brother tells me about podcasts. I'm like, wow, I don't have a, I'm not chained to a business. I don't have big loans that I got to worry about. I don't have these meetings and legal issues and all this and 17 tax returns to file. I lived that stuff for a lot of years. And uh, I'm sitting there like, man, I have time to do this now. I pulled out the old file. I got the podcast going. I made the strategic decision to do it under a pen name because that was my commitment to the position, really. I didn't want to do anything to hurt the organization. So fast forward my birthday, 2024, and um, I get the invite to go on the radio, and I take it. Publish the first radio show. Publish the... (laughs) Uh, published, put it this way, published the first radio show. Before the second radio show was published, I was fired in grand fashion, like thrown out, um, booted to the curb. Now, uh, God willing, it's going to work out <laughs> really well for me. Uh, it's been a crazy funny journey. And uh, the point being this, and I, I, I came out, I missed a step in there. I started the radio show. I made the conscious decision that I was not going to do it under my pen name, that I was going to do it under my real name. I had to because uh, it was me that was at Kofchi concealing that just wasn't going to work. But also the topic and the genre were not government and politics, and I thought it was perfectly fine. Ironically enough, by the way, uh, an attorney who I spoke to, Andy Teitelman, you've heard me talk about him, he actually listened to that show. And the second show, I actually got fired right after the second show. He listened to both, and he said, there was nothing that you said which was should have, would have interfered with your job. Clearly not. I do have First Amendment rights. Now, I did have the ability to fight it and all that, but it really wasn't that kind of thing, and I really didn't want to. 
I want to get on with my book tour. All that to say, uh, and it's kind of crazy what they've done to me, by the way. <laughs> I kind of laugh because I'm like, and this is why I talk about war pigs keeping your face in the dirt. <laughs> like, If you guys think that any of that is hurting me, you're wrong. So we ended up signing some agreements and things like that and you know, put a proper closure to all this, which was fine. Sort of. You know, they still have my stuff from my office. It's hilarious to me what they did. They treated me like a criminal. Really hilarious. Because they didn't like my radio show. Talking about the, the plain perspective of veterans and the truth. And the liberal loonies couldn't handle All liberals. You know, for years I, I kept quiet. I just kind of stayed in the shadows. But no more, no more. I got a firsthand look at how evil these people are. I have a family. Now, if you don't think that I've been around long enough that I don't conduct myself to provide a proper level of cushion, if you will, of course I do. We're going to be just fine. But their intention, every bit of it, was to hurt me and my family because of things I said on that radio show. Or maybe I doubt they even listened to it, just the mere fact that I had the audacity to do it, I guess. I don't know. I just finished Dan Bongino's book, I told you. Be thankful for failure. The timeliness of it was perfect. And I really think God's hand has been all this in a big way. And I think that um, I think these wheels are spinning. Let me just say that. I don't know if I'm making any sense with all this. But anyway, I wanted to explain to you uh, what was going on with the names there. Christopher Scott Show. My full name is Christopher Scott Kunkel. I only ever published under Christopher Scott. And let me just tell you this. <laughs> just put this in your pipe and smoke it, okay? Um, for six years, I published under a pen name. I did absolutely no advertising or promotion. None. We've sold over 5,000 books, and there's been millions of downloads on the podcast. You know why? For one reason and one reason only. Because it's good. And there's nothing they can do to touch that. Nothing. You can say what you want. You can do a little dance. And you're not going to do anything to change that, I promise you. Now fast forward to where we are now with Project Chaos. And we are going to be promoting and advertising. And we are. And we're going to have events. I'll leave you with this real quick. The, the audience is coming from the podcast um, the uh, um, uh, the people that I see getting me in, in into uh, bigger places, if you will, is all coming as a result of people who saw me speak firsthand. So what does that tell you we need to do? Get out and speak to people firsthand and get the podcast up there. I probably already told you this, but what's going to happen with that show in the coming weeks? You'll hear uh, me talk. I'll have a veteran on the show, maybe just for a couple of minutes, tell a little bit about their story and a few highlights. And then we're going to have the full interview. It could be two, three hours even in some cases, depending on who it is, what they have to say. And all that will be out on the podcast. I'm going to put it all out. In some cases, there's links and photos with these things people are asking to see. I'm hoping to put all that together in a blog post. I'll email that out when the weekly show comes out. This is People are already telling me, I can't wait to hear next week's show. That's what I want to hear. Are you happy? I just talked about absolutely nothing 
than I had on this list. So what do we do from here? Well, (laughs) I can either run through this in record time, or I can make this podcast really long, which sadly is not an option for me right now. Or we can come back and talk about the security issues tomorrow, which is what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to change the title here. And hopefully I'm not running all the listeners out of this podcast by talking about this stuff. You can tell I'm a little worked up, energized in a way that I haven't been in probably about six or eight years. You know, I, I think I said I sold my businesses and I think I sold my my soul when I did it. My passion evaporated, it seemed like. I feel like I'm getting it back in a big, big way. What does Dan Bongino refer to? The big mo, I think. The, the, um, the, uh, the you know, the, the, um, the, the energy that's coming with. I can just feel it. The momentum. The big mo. The momentum. We got a lot of momentum right now. I think that this event uh, out at the VFW is going to be big. I started to say I was busy over the weekend. I got to see a buddy of mine. He had these wonderful um, uh, venison tenderloins he cooked up for me. We just sat there and had a little bit of that while we were chit-chatting. He makes prosthetics. He said, you can go down to the lobby of the VA and give out business cards. I have these P38s to give out. Some of you might know who that is. And I thought, man, I just get down there, you know, once or twice a week and talk to 20, 30 people. What would that do to grow the radio station, grow our presence? I don't know. We're putting it all together. It'll be a little bit of trial and error. Some things will work. Some things won't. You know how it goes. But the point is more and more people are getting to know the name, the idea, and the mission. I hope you check it out. This sounds like a big commercial for Project Chaos. I hope it was a good one, at least. I hope you'll go click on it, projectchaos.org. Sign up for the email list. You won't be disappointed, I promise you. Even if you're not a veteran or in the military things, there's so much you can take away from it. I'll come back tomorrow and talk about the uh, topic of the day, security with a wide open border it's a problem to be sure we'll get into it tomorrow god willing i'll see you there make it a great day